Hello, hello. Hey, yeah, what's up? We on, man. Welcome to all the Trap Conscious Radio, where we're really, what we're trying to do is just uh, pay homage to Trap Conscious Radio and, you know, keep the dream alive, man. It's Envy, and I'm joined by my uh, host and companion, KB. On the mic, yes. KB, say what's up to the folks. What's good? What's good? That's old. Not O-L-D. That's O-D-E. Old the Trap Conscious. Yeah, old the Trap Conscious, for sure. Because it's just about the respect, man. We're just trying to, like I said, keep the movement going. But, um, but man, you know, let's just jump right into it, man. Um, what I wanted to talk today about was um, black masculinity and um, how we see it playing out again or the lack of it in within the black community. Um, and the reason that I chose this topic to kind of jump in and start at is because I saw this video this week of uh, this black girl. She was uh, being, she was about to be jumped by like four Asian girls, four or five Asian girls, and they all had dudes with them. So it really looked like she was fighting like 12 to 20 people. You saw this. I definitely seen it look like it was a Black Panther versus a Chinese triad or some shit. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And I mean, she was whooping them. She was taking them all down, and I definitely kudos, props. I give her all the accolades and hell in her business. Like that was she, def- tight. Like, she definitely showed her what kind of superiority. Absolutely, no doubt about that. But the thing that disturbed me was the fact that there were so many males standing around watching this happen. And um, you know, one thing I thought to myself, like, what is being taught about masculinity within our homes? And does that involve honoring the woman, not just the black woman, but any woman that's around? So um, what do you what do you got to say on that topic? I think we in a I think we in the age today where as soon as you see something exciting going on, you gotta pull out your phone. And that's taking and that's taking precedence over the honor of being a male, you know what I'm saying? Like, all right, this is a black woman, so you're getting attacked by a different ethnic uh, people, whether right or wrong, like she's clearly outnumbered. She's, she's clearly fighting females and males. And y'all would just rather do commentary on a Facebook post that can land people in jail. Sometimes yeah. gotta, sometimes you gotta put down the phones and get the action. Like I'm never here I never hear that. To, to to promote violence. But I'm not saying that violence isn't necessary in certain situations. Oh for sure. I mean they try to tell you that, you know, it shouldn't be an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth, but the only way to meet violence is with violence. I mean, you got to get that person up off of you. So, you know, I think one thing we always, as a strong point for us, is trying to use just logic um, whenever we look at these different types of situations. Just the logic of it all. Is so what would, you, what would you have done in that situation? Oh, Use, a, use to, Using I, logic and reason, what would you have done? I had to at least break it up. And let me say why I say that, too. Because there's also this slippery slope for black men in America as well. Like, you know, once you are involved with the police, then you pretty much have like a red X on your back. There's no coming back from that. There's no coming back from it, no. Unless you play sports or, you know, you self-made man. That's the only way that you could really do it after that. But I say all that... Because it's like, once you become a certain age that I know, it's like, 
you know, you understand that it's your job or it's a, con a constant task to always try and, um, like, rise above that, to always be conscious and say, oh, man, I got to make sure that I watch out. Don't fall for the bullshit. Yeah, this could happen, that could happen, you know. And to try to just keep your nose clean as much as possible. But how hard is it to, to keep your nose clean? Uh, I, I think it's, it's easier than... I mean, I think, to, like, yeah, but I think the more money you got, the easier it is. Yeah. How many? Let me let me ask you. This might be a personal question. So let me know if I'm like overstepping. But I mean, how many times have you been locked up or arrested? I've been I've been arrested one time when I was 16 years old for um, armed robbery, which all the charges okay. all the charges were eventually dropped. Uh, I never had to play guilty. I was completely innocent. I passed a lot of tests and tests and everything. Yeah. But besides for that, that time, I've never been locked up. Yeah. I've never been yeah. arrested or anything. I've been, I've been, I got locked up one time for disturbing a peace on a college campus. And it was really some bullshit. Um, I think it was the whole thing about the police officer's ego at the time, which unfortunately we are always under the guise or perception of whatever police officers being in their position of power, whatever credence or, you know, perception that they give to the situation is pretty much the law of the Don't land. tell me you got arrested for, because Crenshaw Community College won the flag football championship. And you, no, and you decided no, to go streaking. No, 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 but my team did always win the championship, though. I can't lie about that. Let me give a shout-out to Straight Clowning, anybody from FMU that's listening to it. So, yeah, um, but ever since that happened, I've always said to myself, oh shit, there go the damn police. Let me make sure that I'm keeping an eye out for them because I don't want any any problems with them. And like, it does change your whole approach to everything. So, to me, based off our conversation, it looks like that the, what we see in the media um, as far as police violence towards black people, um, that it kind of sets you up to delineate whatever kind of attention or credence you give to. Um, did you see? To, 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 did you to see today where the guy? Did you see today with the guy where the guy in Kansas got arrested because they said he had vegetation in his window? No vegetation. Yeah. Like grass. Yeah. Nah. They said to the test his vegetation, he need to get detained. Oh, wow. No, uh, but I mean, I'm surprised, but then I'm not surprised at it because I, I think that it's it's a buildup and it's almost like a litmus test to see how much further we can go with this until like this bubble pops and then there's total chaos. And I'm personally, I feel like I'm just concerned. I ask all these questions from a place of concern based off of where the economy is going what's going on with politics um, stateside and worldwide. I think that there's a lot happening to, that to where things think we'll see things change within the black community, um, within the U S period. And what do you think, what do you think, what, what do you think going to change in the black community? What do I think? Yeah. I think that um, if it's a, if, it, if we ever are in a police state, say they um, enact martial law, 
Well, I think that it would be harder on black people because not only are the police aggressors toward us, but now we also have to deal with white supremacists as well. So I think that it would it would really be a jungle. It would have to be a time where like like the your most savage nigga would have to come out and, and play on that, that field. So I, I feel like I'm just warning everybody. Let's say that much. So you thinking if there was a night martial law the the inner the energy in you had to come out. Yeah, they would have to. You ain't got no choice. I mean, what you gonna do? You can't go to work. What you gonna wait for like your government assistance? I mean you can you could go to work. You know they probably would enact a curfew or something on you. You definitely wouldn't yeah. be I mean, we in the guys of freedom right now. Like you're not really free. I'm saying you're That's you're free to do whatever you want to do as long as you don't break their regulations or their laws. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. I mean if you was free to do whatever you want to do, you can smoke a blunt right now, you know what I'm saying? Even though the mainstream is going towards that and a lot of states are going towards that, but like you're not free. You know what I'm saying? And especially like and people may say and and it, and it, it gets creative like they say, like, well, who is the white man that's holding you down? But you obviously know as a black man that you don't have the real rights that a white man has. You know what I'm saying? No matter no matter if you was born if you was born here or you came here from Africa, you migrated here. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't have you don't have the same rights as a white man. You know what I'm saying? So when we when we speak on black masculinity, like, yeah, the black man can be masculine. But when you're in school and you're masculine, the teacher think you're being uh obnoxious, being rude, being belligerent. Then they send you to the principal office. Yeah. And it's either you either gonna conform or you're gonna keep getting sent to the principal office. Yeah. That's what it is. You know what I'm saying? I think the law of the land starts that your your interactions with authority starts at school with the whole teacher principal dynamic. Yeah. Like, you know, you you break the rules at school, which are very gray, I will say. Like I mean, you're not even allowed to talk in school. Yeah, basically, yeah. No talking out of turn. Raise your hand when you speak. That's pretty much the only rules in class. But dog, I, that's what I used to get in trouble for the most. But like they said, they trying to. But like they say, like that's what, like you said, you used to speak out the most and shit. You know what I'm saying? But that's how they, that's how they try to characterize black people. Like, yo, they can't even sit still for five minutes without blurting out answers or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, you got these seven, eight, nine-year-olds in class and they can't even sit still. Yeah. And and let's be honest, like I said, like I hate when people try not to be honest, like, but if you go into a lot of these classrooms, you do see that. Cause and you don't have to go into those classrooms because when you was young and you was black, you knew who was messing, you know who was disturbing the classroom. You know, for I mean, the, the demographic it was that was, you know, um being the not allowing other people to read or allow other people to uh, learn. You know what I'm saying? So the way I look back at it is like, yo, I was just, I really was wrong for having the right answer and nobody else had the right answer. Yeah, you were wrong for that. All I really wanted to do was answer the question because I was like, I'm thinking to myself, I'm going to get some kind of pat on the back. But then I realized that if I'm answering too much questions, you're getting irritated with me now. Yeah. Like, not giving anybody else a chance. Exactly. So, 
Uh, I always felt like now you getting be, now you being punished for being an overachiever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like so, it's better to be an underachiever so people can have pity for you. Yeah, yeah, and then look down on you too. Yeah, oh yeah. At the same time, you know, that's it's easier to like somebody who you smarter than or who you more witty than. That's easy. Yeah, and that's like more that's that's smarter than you. They display more intellectual characteristics yeah. within their conversations. Like that's that my, person is probably harder to get to. That's my old. Or, that's my that's my older trap conscious. Like, yeah, I know back on our previous um, our previous podcast that we used to be affiliates on, we still are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, you know we used to speak about Black IQ, but what I was really saying about the Black IQ was that the schools in the inner cities are so trash that. If, if you ever going to test a black person's IQ against a white person's IQ, and all they all they did was go to that public school, then of course the black people IQ is going to always look lower. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody knows that the inner city schools are they're not they're not properly funded. You know what I'm saying? They're taking state taxes. The schools get funded by taxes. If, if the black community don't make no money, the Spanish community don't make no money. If the the low the lower income earning white people don't make no money, then your school is going to be trash. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So if all the black people's schools are trash, I mean, of course the IQ or the standardized, or when you take a standardized test, like your scores will be lowered. Now, of course, there's a lot of smart black people. You know what I'm saying? Well, we say a lot. We can't really say a lot because people like, oh, well, there's black people that go to Harvard and go to Yale. I'm like, yeah, but (laughs) if there's three million black people that's graduating a year, or there's one million black people that are graduating a year, and fucking, I'm just throwing these numbers out the top of my head and. 300 of them are getting into an Ivy League school. Well, you still had a million people graduate and 300 people got to an Ivy League school or 300 people, you know what I'm saying? Got yeah. to a school that's ranked in the top 10 or something. Right, right. And I think that, uh, I think that the whole uh, disagreement um, and discontent from bringing up the IQ and seeing it in the, in, in the way that you did is that it's a uh, it's it's that it's it's made with bias. There's an implicit bias within the IQ exam because it appropriates with American culture. And one thing about American culture is that it's never been about black people. Right. So in order for us to to so to like honestly and logically look at it and say, Oh, black people have lower IQs than white people, like the 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 statement comes across as a fallacy on the fact simply that the test wasn't made for black people. So, you know. I know listen, now, you're right. Like, listen, back then, like, way back then before everything got PC, the test wasn't made for black people. But now today, when everything is uh, peer-reviewed and, you know what I'm saying, when you got you to gotta publish your studies to a college or to a major science magazine or something, like you got to find these facts, and when white people say that, like I'm still on black masculinity, but like when white people say, like, well, black people have an average IQ of this, and Asians have an average IQ of this, and white people have an average IQ of this, and Latinos have this IQ, you know, like I said in past, in, like I said on our old to our last episodes, you know, when we speak about athletics and black people are our first, it's cool. When we speak about entertainment, the black people are first is cute. It's cool. When we speak about who's the cool person, what's the trendy things in America, 
and the black people leading our and the black people are leading everything is cool. But if you say, well, when it comes to IQ, the black people are not leading. The, the Asians are leading. Then people make it like, oh, that's not true. But like we be in the hood, like people be copying this shit all the time. Like, I mean, I know it's white people that copy. You know what I'm saying? But Oh yeah. And I, and I definitely think there's a lot of black geniuses out there. But like I said, I think that our school systems but some of this is scientific, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, the Asians were the ones that invented or found gunpowder, invented gunpowder, figure out how to use it, process it for explosions and all of these things. You know, people know that Asians are smart people. Like, let's not let's not kid ourselves because Asians come to America and they take the same curriculum as the white people and the black people yeah, and they beat us. But I think that uh, I think that Asians are smart people because that's what their culture permits. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But well, think about think about what you just said though. That's what their culture permits. So what is the black people culture permitting? Exactly. Oh yeah, and that's where I'm jumping on, and I'm behind you on that because of black people's culture. Um, this might be a little bit. Well, no, I won't even jump into that. So I just let's just kind of like wrap that up. And like my whole point in bringing that up is to show the the whole conversation about the girl was in the fight and no 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 men helped her out is that i'm not giving an excuse for the men who didn't help her out or boys but i mean they're still males and um the thing is is that they've already been subjugated by authority to step back and to make sure that they keep themselves clear so i think that there's all there are already things in place to keep black men from displaying the Appropriate level of masculinity to well, yeah, because I mean, protect the black woman because you're not rewarded for masculinity in the black community or the rest of the world, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like you said, they want to see a more feminized, softer tone black person, yeah, you know what I'm saying? But uh, but let me ask you right right before we get off this IQ thing, let me ask you this question. Another personal, this is this, this is how I like to try to prove it or try to quantify what I'm saying. Now, what's the highest degree that you obtained, personally? Um, I have a master's degree. Now, you have a master's degree, right? Yeah. Now, do you think if you if you was a person of low intelligence or a person that had a light, low IQ score, do you think that you could obtain a master's degree? Like, my, mine is biased only. My answer to this is biased only because I feel a certain... Because I already feel that there's too much information. There's just too much. Uh, there's there's an ease of access to information out there to where you can find out everything that I learned in a master's class in the in, in the in the MBA program that I took. Yeah, like I can find all of that online. Oh, you de- Oh, yeah, yeah, you definitely I can. can. Do all of this research by myself. But yeah, but when you do that, listen, and you you 100 percent right. But when you do that research on Google by yourself or YouTube. Which I do everything like they say. You don't have to go to a college to educate yourself, but no. the colleges is pretty much verifying that you are educated on the subject that you're speaking about. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, like I said, now that now listen, now you you have a master's degree, and when I speak to you or when the audience hear you, you sound intelligent. So, so one would surmise that I would think that he would have a a, a higher than average intelligence. You know what I'm saying? Now that's for a bachelor degree. Now you have a master's degree. Now look how many people in America even have a master's degree. What's the percentage? Three or four percent of the, the whole population. Wow. So right. so if I said so if I said 
you know, when I speak to MB, he sounds very smart. So I bet that guy has a high IQ. Then when you speak to him and he shows you the certificate, like, yeah, this is what I was able to do. I finished with honors in this, blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? So me saying that, okay, MB has a high IQ and he's able to prove it, you know. Now, and then you'll get another guy. You'll be like, yo, this dude is dumb as fuck. Like, yo, he probably can't even, you know what I'm saying, graduate high school. And then and when we use those metrics, people be like, well, the IQ shit is a myth. Like, no, it's not a myth. Like, you can speak to somebody and be like, yo, I think this dude is smart. Like, you know what I'm saying? He sounds pretty smart, so I think he'll test pretty well on his IQ test. And he'll test, and he'll test that, you know what I'm saying? He'll test off the charts that you meet. And that's the same for white people. You know, they got white people that they think dumb. They're like, yo, this guy probably gonna get a 50 on this test. You know, and he get a 50 on the test. But I mean, the nuts and bolts of the education system to me is all about remembering what they oh, yeah. ask you to remember. Just regurgitate. And they, they just want to know that you read the book. And did you they just want to know that you can, anything? yeah, they just want to know that you can follow directions. Your grade is like 30% homework throughout grade school. And it's like <laughs> all you had to do was show up to class. Do yeah. somewhat decent on the test. They said if you got no good attendance. You, listen, if you got good attendance, you're going to get a C. So, like, what? So I don't understand. To me, I see a disconnect in saying that someone is intelligent based on how they perform within the school system. Yeah, I mean, but listen, but the school system is the standardized the thing that we use in America. You know, it's not like every everybody has to go through that same school system. Now. Oh, yeah. Now, if we had enough money, we'll be able to go to the same private institution as the white people or the Asian people do. You know what I'm saying? Because the black people that's rich, they send their kids. Why do they send their kids to the private school? They don't send their kids to the public schools. So it must be a difference. But there is a difference. The difference is within the culture at the private school. Everyone at the private school, they get what I just said about this education is based off of me remembering the information that they told me to remember. They already, they teach it in the class. So they basically walk you through it. Whether or not you have the discernment to, 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 to pay attention, the discipline, right, to, to do the work, and, and I, let's say the tenacity to see it through if it becomes a little difficult. Like, like I said, it's a difference between learning and remembering something. Yeah, there is. There is, but I, do, I, I would argue that People don't learn anything until they get to like a college level or like to where when you have to do the research yourself and come up with all of the questions and answers to those questions, then that's when you're learning. Let me ask you, what is in your in your definition? And I know it's a broad spectrum. What does it mean to be intelligent? What does it mean to be intelligent? It is a broad perspective. And what does it mean I to be smart? It's, it's being smart and being intelligent the same thing? Right? So I would think that it's someone that can, uh, someone who can multitask and function in a high capacity. Um, I think also what we kind of summate um, genius to is articulation. So if this person can communicate and get their point across without it being, without the main points being lost in the fuzz, then I think that that person shows some level of intelligence. But like I said, I I don't I want to know I don't know. To me it just seems like it's a little far it seems like it's made up to me. Like I mean it definitely it definitely is. I think intelligence is 
Like they say, they base everything off of intelligence off of what you can learn in a grammar book. You know, because like they said, is is what I think they say nine or ten or eleven different reasoning of intelligence, spatial intelligence, uh, imaginative. You know what I'm saying? How, like you said, like if I can't go in there and build a rocket, but I can go in there and make a a beat that's crazy, or I can go in there and draw artwork that you can't replicate yourself. You know, or you can give me a laser and I can make a sculpture. You know, are you are you more intelligent than me or? Or just in this facet of life, you know, reading this book and remember this trivia question, you were better than me at that. Yeah. Because I believe that intelligence, I think that smart and intelligence, I believe like being intelligent, you know, if they put me and you in a classroom and me and you don't know anything and we're just, but then again, you got to ask yourself like, well, if I got all the answers right and MB got most of his answers right, say I got 100% right and MB got 90% right, am I smarter than MB or is the, the way that the, the way that we learn in it, MB just don't learn that way. He learned a different way, whereas we did it that uh, way, I would be getting smoked. I don't think that education is not trying to explore that either. No, because education is just trying to make you... They just aren't making sure that you can follow directions so you can work in the factories, but that model is outdated. That's it right there. Yes, I know this. That's all they want. Anytime. So I work, you know where I work at, for people who don't know, uh, I work around a lot of engineers. Um, and, you know, he I work at, He works at one of those pseudoscience places. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> the number two pseudoscience uh, place in the world. Number two science place in the world. It was NASA number one? Yeah. I'm going to tell you what, we ahead of NASA. Oh, yeah, definitely been making more noise than NASA, but NASA's a staple. Okay. They went to the moon. Okay. Let them say it. Yeah, like, allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, I don't know. If they, they've been, I wish that they would put a, a park up there, a monument. Let's go back. You know, a statue of Neil Armstrong. He's such a, a great American hero. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Buzz Aldrin. All of those guys, for real. Um, yeah. So I, I think that I think we touched good on that. So um that was that was my main topic that I wanted to talk about. What you got for me? What I got for you is what you think about this? I mean we didn't have millions of episodes on this, but what you think about this school shooting that happened down to here? Oh, Right outside of Galveston, so it's like 80, mi- 80 miles from where I'm from. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't understand what people think. Like, what more can you do? Like, they're like, well, let's get better gun control and all of these things. I'm like, there's only so much you can it's do if not, somebody, somebody determines they're going to shoot up a school or they're going to shoot up a hospital control. or whatever. Let me say this, too, that my, um, so my master's degree is a master of the arts in leadership management. And um, uh, one of my favorite classes that actually... I mean, if you qualify to be a Tiger Scout. Yeah, I was just... I was was going for a general MBA at first, but then once I took this organizational um, development class, like, it made me want to get on to, like, leadership management. But one thing that they really emphasize within the research is the culture. And so anytime I'm looking at, like, a broader perspective of events, I'm always taking the culture into consideration. And so with that being said, what I'm looking at, when I see these school shootings happening, listen, 
and then the way uh, police brutality and uh, how the gun is just the center focus, the central focus of American culture. And I allege, or let's say, I'll say that. I ain't no such thing as police brutality, just enhance police tactics. There you go. All right, I like that too. Um, <laughs> Let them say it. Yeah, that's true. But what it is, is it's, it's a cultural thing. America is a sick, demented culture. Even when we look at all of the movies that come on, all of them shit's violent. The ones that make the most money kill a lot of people in them shit's like... So that's what I kind of see. And like all of the crews were there. This guy's dad is like a leftist or a far right, whatever you want to call it. However, white people try to classify their political views. I think they were far right wing extremists. Far right wingers? Okay. And then he even like dabbled in like Nazi and Soviet Union history and all of this stuff like that. Listen. Man, they said my man was. They said my man had bombs around the school. Like, how did how did nobody how nobody see him? How, how did nobody see him? Said uh, placing bombs. And how how you think that he made bombs by his fucking self, and he ain't told nobody? I mean, you know the truth gonna come out. But I'm just saying, like, no, it ain't. It ain't. It ain't gonna come out because I mean, what mainstream media wants you to know. Yeah, that's all you're going to get is what mainstream media wants you to know. But, like, I'm never surprised by none of this because America do this shit to herself. Yeah. America does it to herself every time. So, I can't be mad. I remember, I even made a comment. Rest in peace to America, Vespucci. Yeah, when Donald Trump said something about we're all deeply sad, and I said, no, we're not. This is what I expect. Like, in fact, I feel like it hadn't been it, I, I knew, and I think I even said it on like one of the last shows that we did too, that something else was going to happen soon amidst this whole Kanye West thing. So there's some kind of way I probably could, if I sat down long enough with it, I could tie this into that whole Kanye West bullshit. Too. So, oh, I mean, I don't know. With, that's pretty much where I'm at. I'm not, I'm not upset. It is sad. Unfortunately, it keeps happening. I one thing I let 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 me just ask this question. I wonder what is the population dominance at that school? Come on, man. <laughs> White. All right. All right. Okay. How many? Listen, like you ask yourself, how many black school shooters has it been? I ain't heard of none. For all of this, all of this gang violence, all this stuff that goes on inside the black community, I'm not saying. You can't scour Google and find an incident where somebody broke a gun to school and they was in a locker or. Yeah, uh, a row was discharged, but this mass shooting, this mass shooting where people are actually dying. Like I say, one student is too much, but these they, they, these shootings have multiple students, forty-two yeah. students, ten students, thirteen students. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and then you think like, damn, going to a black school is hard if you ain't got no motherfucking Jordans on. I wonder, yeah. like, how these white people? How they, <laughs> what are they doing to these white boys? Yeah. Yeah, I thought that too. Like, for you to hate everybody in the school that damn much, that where you want to come back and shoot this bitch up? I don't know what kind of world that is, man. Maybe they should they should prescribe them some weed. Oh, I don't know. No, that's that devil's drug. They might start doing shit like wanting to have sex with black women and 
you know, when she wants to start having sex with. I mean, they been listen. They was having sex with black women when they didn't have the drugs. Yeah, that's true. They can't wait. Oh man, that's I mean, they was overdosing. They was overdosing on that drug called Power. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, segue, segue. I got a segue for you. Uh, the royal wedding. That's it. That was the segue right there. That's. I mean, I feel like that's what we seeing again. Um, hey, listen, you I got listen, you, listen. I don't want my fans to get crazy. You got light skin, then you got Meghan Markle. Yeah, Meghan Markle is not black. I'm sorry. I mean, in some in some instances, she could like pass as a Hillary Banks. Yeah, but but she and, don't want to. you look at it in a different light, she she's like a white girl. Oh yeah, absolutely. I don't even think her hair ain't that straight, and I know she don't wear it curly. Now let me ask you a question: Do you think that's generational? Bad winter. Do you think she's a generational bad winter? Well, I mean, I'm not calling her a bad winter. I don't know the lady personally, but they said her her mom is obviously black and her dad is a is a white yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got what you're saying. Yeah, I picked that up. Yeah. Now let me ask you this. Now this is on our conspiracy files. Do you do you find it do you find it odd that the president the 44th president of the United States. Mom was from Kansas, a white lady from Kansas. And he was becoming the first African-American president. And this Meghan Markle's dad is a white man from Kansas. And she's becoming, even though she's not the really actually the first, but like the first prominent member of the royal family. What about uh, the last chick who married in? Well, she had she had some kind of royal bloodline, girl. You talking or about uh, Prince William's wife? Yeah. William and Kate. I don't. Yeah, Kate. I don't know if she had no. You know, I'm not worried about. I mean, I know they supposed to have that. Like, I know they. She may be a commoner as well, but she's still white. You know. Yeah. And I, listen, I'm not here. I don't give a fuck if you a peasant or you a commoner or you in the royal family. Now, I'm not. I don't know Meghan Markle. I don't know her family. I'm just I'm just asking questions. Well, I hey, I can see how you could ask the question of generational bad winching, being that her father's white, um, and she wanted to marry a white man. Yeah, she wanted to marry somebody that reminded of her father. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. She just wanted to marry somebody who reminded her of him. So uh, it's 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 a slippery slope for sure. Um, I would think... Let me ask you this question. Let me ask you this question. You know how people... Go ahead. Let me get this out. I'm not giving her any kind of credibility within the culture on the fact that today I saw an interview with, like, eight little black girls talking about, or basically regurgitating these speaking points that I've heard other people say about how this teaches, this shows that, oh... As a black woman, I can be a princess too. Like, how can you say that you can be a princess to the royal throne when we know that the royal, this so-called alleged royal throne is basically nothing but colonizers? Anything that they're royal over is only because of they conquered it. And they, they, I guess, continued to appeal that appeal to that monarchy. And they kind of like... Great Britain played this game. They say keep, like, your, they say, keep your ass in the slums while I go here with the with the royals 
the world. Yeah, yeah, like the 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 the, the, the British the, the British royal family, and I put quotations. I'm really having a hard time expressing that across every time. But the thing about them is that they all they did they 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 migrated into the democracy as well. But and then say, oh yeah, but the royal family is just a figurehead. We don't really have any kind of power. Well, if that's the case, why y'all spend all this fucking money on the throne every year, all the time? Why are they so wealthy? Why do they get paid just to be the royal family? How are you saying that you are democratizing this country and giving people a voice to speak if it still seems like you got a head on your serpent? Well, listen. When you're the royal family and you say what you're doing with your money in this, like the royal family is is we in twenty we in twenty eighteen. They been and gave up power, you know, to the prime ministers and but I mean she still got power, they still got power, they still who they are. You know what I'm saying? You gonna you gotta show them the respect of who they are. I mean over there you got to across the pond you get you gotta give them the respect of who they are. You know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. So, so whether they just figureheads or whatever, like they that being a figurehead, that's that's important. You know what I'm saying? When you when the, when your first when your first when the, when the title in your name is queen, then everybody got to listen. When your title when the title is prince, everybody got to listen. You know what I'm saying? And then America is is, is invested in many ways just because Prince, Princess Diana. You know what I'm saying? So then we got. Now we got now we got two princesses from the U.S. though, right? Because Kate Spade—that's her name. She from she from the United States. Well, you know, it's, uh, that, see, they that, come across. I, listen, I mean, well, listen, everybody. Well, I mean, that's our closest ally, isn't it? Well, let me ask you this yes. question. Let me ask you yeah. I, this. What I, well, this is what I was getting to. We speak about genealogy. We speak about reproduction. We speak about DNA. You know, they, oh, well, if you're, if anything, you're black. You know what I'm saying? If you got any make of blood in you that's black blood, you're black. All but right. I always found, always like, but in my mind, I always figure you are whatever your dad is. You know what I'm saying? Ah, uh, yes. Like, okay. Meghan Marco, like, for all the sense of purposes, like, you're a white woman. Your dad is a white, is a white guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And if your dad was remotely in your life, that means your whole foundation was structured around white American shit. All right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I'm just, traditionally, like, then you would go with your dad's religion and things of that nature. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I mean, yeah, being if the man is the head of the household, for sure. Definitely are. But then I always ask myself, like, when people talk about oh well the black gene is a dominant gene, I said why why the kids always light skin man? Why the kids ain't black? Yeah. Like if you look at if you look at this kid's skin complexion, it's the same color as white people's. It ain't nowhere. It's not nowhere close to a black person's. Right. Or right, African American right. person. It's it's close to yeah. a white person's skin complexion. I mean, I'll tell you this. Even you even their hair texture, even their hair texture isn't the same as black people's hair texture. I, I, I can understand your question because I felt like that when I saw um, a black and Mexican kid one time and they look fucking Mexican. I'm going to just say that. I think well, they yeah, but to, like- but to the Mexicans, they look black. Like, I, have, I got a real close friend and 
his daughter is black and Mexican, and to me, she was like a Mexican kid. You know what I'm saying? A Mexican mm-hmm. kid mixed with something. Yeah, you know? but to, to to Mexicans, she like a black kid. I mean, yeah. but obviously, that black and Mexican is you see it so often that you can tell like this is obviously a black yeah. and and person of Latin descent or Hispanic descent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I mean I I agree with you to an extent, um, but my my disagreement would come from everything else that you've already heard before. So it's like, are we being lied to again? Is the black gene not the most dominant gene? Well, how about uh, what about physically though? Physically speaking, like, all right, not. On the skin well, let's let, let's speak about the like NBA. Well, look at the NBA then. Like, look at the yeah, NBA. That's, what I, that's why I brought that up. Yeah. When you think about the NBA. You think about like a lot of the players that's successful now is because they got black dads and they got white moms. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But obviously, all of them are light skinned None of them, yep. like they have superior athleticism, but they don't really have the athleticism right. of the pure black people. All right. True. Am I lying about that? Like you can, no. you know what I'm saying? But then again, you can see the white side be better because they, they can shoot better. How about this, though? Could it be that black people have been um, not, I wouldn't say, let's say groomed to be the way that we are now um, with the idea of epigenetics? You know what epigenetics is? Yeah, we just spoke about that plenty of times. Yeah, right? Saying basically that... Um, Various traits like um, trauma, or not trauma, or let's just say experiences is passed down through your genes. So, basically, black people are still mad at America because slavery is within our genes. The history of slavery is already, we're born with that, so we know what that feels like as soon as we come out, out the womb, right? Yeah. So, could it be that black people being enslaved for 200 and something years... Two, conditioned us 200 to be years. as athletic as we are Ooh. in America. It was way more than 200 years. Black people in America. Slavery lasted for like 236 years or something. Yeah, you're like right. Yeah, you're right. Yes. So, um, you said that we were. Yeah, listen, 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 listen. And, and, and that's where I get off at it. That's where, and that's where the confusion lies. When you say, well, were we bred? Were we bred to be better athletes? Well, yeah, obviously, the slaves that made it—if you go by the Atlantic slave trade—the slaves that made it up here was the strong, was the strongest slaves, and out of those yes. strongest slaves, they only bred the strongest slaves, you know. Yeah. And all the the weaker slaves died off. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And when I mean weaker, like these were strong slaves that were dying off. So the slaves that was reproducing was the 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 the. the the God, the the, yeah, the Alpha, the God athletes, you know. So, but I like I like I always ask us so, though. If you believe that, then why don't why don't we look like the Africans? If, you, if they was breeding, if they was breeding Africans, or Africans, you know, was was rape. I know I know raping was prevalent, and I know that people had kids by by the white slave master. But you can't tell me, like, and I know people may say, well, you sound ignorant, but you can't tell me that you believe that the African-American looks like the Africans from the continent of Africa. No, they don't. 
I don't think they do. Uh, there's well, and you know, they say it's a mixture. It's a mixture between Native Americans, Europeans, and Africans, and that yeah. then you get then you get the African American. Just like if you the Puerto Ricans are African Americans, Taino, and white people. But, but what I'm saying is like, well, if y'all was just breeding slaves, like you said, only last for two hundred years. Like, and if the black gene is the dominant gene, well, that white gene should have been fucking bred the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? If the kid was mixed and they wouldn't have had a baby with another black person, then the baby would have been 75% black. You know what I'm saying? Like, this African gene, like, this would have carried on. You know? And I get no, it. I get it. Like, you know, we got white European blood in the style. Now, this is only pseudo-support right here now. Alright? Now, I know you've heard the story of Yakub and how he made white people, right? Yeah, by the two germs. Was a brown germ? Yeah. He made white people over the course of hundreds of years. Like, because in the story, yeah, they're a brand new man. Went underground. He took them underground where time passed slower, and then really, it uh, only you know not a lot of time passed on the on the top of the or a lot of time passed on the surface of the earth, but in the earth, time moved a lot. <laughs> No, time moved a lot faster within the earth than on top of the earth for some reason, I want to say. And so he was able to go down there and go through generations and be like, oh, now they're white enough. But do you believe that, though, like like you said? You said over hundreds of years. I said it was pseudo-support, yeah. So do do you really believe that men was living hundreds of years? I say, I say, yeah. I say, yeah. I mean, cause I do believe that. I believe that we yeah, had like giant races and things of that nature. Yeah. And not to mention, I think it you throw off so much with Julius Caesar when he added freaking like three months to the calendar. Well, listen, I think like this. Like, I think black people and just people in general. This is how I think about it. When you look at records, it's, it seemed like they didn't live that long. Because there was a lot of diseases that, that they couldn't fight. They couldn't fight back on. So they were living to their 30s and 40s and things of that nature. But only if you go by, like, the Bible time, do people, are people living hundreds of years? Yes. You know what I'm saying? So when you say, well, you cool engineered the white man from two two germs, and he took the brown germ and engineered it until he finally got a white. A, this is I, think it, I, think it, I think it sounds crazy, like, if we were black people... And then we that's why then we made cool. white people like were we so inadequate and inept that white people overcame us? No, I think that um or because I, they got they wouldn't got guns from the Jap- from the Asians. Don't take this serious, but this is just me kinda like filling in the blanks. I think that maybe black people were if we were able to do something like that, we probably got to a level of comfortability where we just thought that everything was just naturally happening for us and we got lazy in that too. And so of course if you create something to serve you, you're gonna make it serve you, right? Yeah, but listen, or, I haven't I haven't I haven't I know just surface level information. I mean I know a little yeah. bit deeper than surface level, but the thing about this, if Yaku made the white person Think about how many white people he would have had to make for the white race to sustain itself and be able to reproduce. You know, like you, you, 
you're pretty much saying like in all religion they're saying that God made Adam and Eve and God made man and woman for the, all of these religions they can't really explain it but now they're saying well Yaku made white people like now look how many white people is in the world now like so you're saying this one person is is responsible for you know what I'm saying and you got the evolutionist and say, oh, well, this is how white people came about. This is how the Neanderthals and this is how the Vikings, you know what I'm saying? And this is yeah. how Homo Pithecus and Australopithecus and all these Homo sapiens came about. Like, you got so much information, you got so much misinformation. Oh, yeah, I know. I, know. I don't know I what to believe. Information. Absolutely. <laughs> this whole thing. Everything is misinformation, man. It all is. Um, let me. I would. I would just kind of pose this scenario and, and as a rebuttal, and saying that you know, if if I have some, if I create something to serve me, or I reach this level of attainment to where um, I'm naturally now in a position to be this superior. Um, mental or I don't know I don't just like a, a point of knowledge like I'm that guy right or these my people are those people we created all this we mapped the stars I can imagine you getting a little bit complacent in that and just and just kind of really enjoying the, the the fruits of your labor yeah because but think about the so think about listen when you say uh, probably become lazy hold on let me finish because I think that that's what we see a little bit now with 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 just society in general like we've reached so many levels of attainment within science and um you know i don't know society to where now we are so complacent in the way that we retain this information we we aren't like i mean in you know nothing no credit given to the uh, school system but you know, within our culture, school is like something that you just have to do. When, yeah, it's a chore. When you are working from behind, when you are in last place, you know you gotta you gotta make moves to move up within the food chain. And I think that if that's the case, this whole Yakub scenario and white people were grafted, then that's what it was. That black people okay, got let me ask you. But when you say black people got complacent, right? Well, you, this is all speculation. Now. Okay, now this yeah. is speculation. Now. I'm just gonna speak from a layman's. I'm gonna speak from a layman's point of view. Now, if civilization started in Africa, that means the world should have been populated by people of a darker hue, right? Yes. So Yakub, like they said, he was a mad scientist. He wasn't a mad scientist, but they considered him a mad scientist. And he took the two germs. He made white people. Now. Now, to, in today's technology, we can't, whether it's pseudoscience or not, like, you can barely clone a fucking sheep. Well, I mean, they, even though they clone this stuff, like, we got a lot of GMO stuff now, but, yes. like, even claiming humans, like, when you hear that celebrities are cloned, like, it's still pseudoscience, um, are just made up bullshit, and some of it is real, but if we're just not getting to that technology that we can clone people, now you're thinking, and I and I believe that technology. I, I believe that civilizations back then could have been way more advanced, and maybe an ice age or a meteor took them out, and we and now we're yeah. big, 
you know what I'm saying? Like they say, because they they still can't figure out how we did the pyramids. Right, 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 right. You know, so. But if he did that, if he did that, and when you say like, well, we became complacent, like, well, what, sixty million African people complacent? We only had. Look how many white people. Like, how many white people did he make? I'm just going by. I'm just going by genealogy. Like, how many white people did you make, and how fast did they reproduce? And like you said, and if if we wasn't able to control them, but they were able to control us in slavery, like look at the dynamics of that. We controlled the whole world. We made white people the white people. Somehow, even though they was outnumbered by the masses, like there's no way they could have caught up. You know, I mean, like even still now, if you think about it, like white people aren't the majority of people on earth. You know. Yeah. I, I know what you're saying. Like, so y'all, uh, there's a, there a couple holes though. Y'all because... manipulated y'all. I mean, listen, I understand. Like, trust me, I understand. Like, well, if white people come around somebody, and then you meet the Asians, even though Asians would have had to, the evolution would have had to come from black people because that's where civilization started. Okay, Asians find gunpowder and they get the white people. To, I understand how. Okay, the white people, you got gunpowder now. But when you got white people that's coming from the Caucasus Mountains, like did 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 did, did he have something to do with that, or is it evolution? Well, I'm just thinking, just thinking about it. I'm just saying, just think about it. Like, no, no, we I have know, kids. We got kids. Like, you got kids. And I mean, can that prove us when we're used? Like, okay, well, my kids was able to. We got complacent, and my kids took over. You know what I'm saying? But that's your kids taking over your house, where it's only two parents. You know what I'm saying? We're talking about. A few people took over a whole goddamn the world. World, right? Well, this is what I would say. One, so within that story, Yakub is not a human. Okay, so right. he is from someplace else, within or outside of the Earth, right? Yeah. And I would have to ask extraterrestrial. Yeah, but my thing is their agenda. So if he made these people right, and like their goal was to destroy black people, then you have to remember what their agenda was. So, hey, I don't... If I if, if it's a thousand... Or, let's say, how about if I got ten homeboys and we know that we want to fuck up this group of a thousand people, we, listen, they might not know that we want to fuck them up, but we know that we're going to fuck them up some kind of way when we're working towards that. So we got a goal. The thing is, is that <laughs> within the confines of this story is that the two groups are looking for two different things. One group is looking for reciprocity and to uh, enjoy the fruits of their labor, and the other group is looking for destruction and chaos. So the, the, the group who was looking for reciprocity, of course, they wasn't thinking about that. And like I still think that we see remnants of that, or I can see things that kind of point towards that within the culture today, how black people... I mean, all we want to do is just be left alone, party bullshit, chill, fuck, and do that type of shit. White people, they want to fucking shoot guns. Well, in this diaspora, this what we want to do. Spend all their money. That's what we want to do in this diaspora. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But is that is that is that wrong? I mean, for, for what you say, like what we're doing is the same thing as our ancestors. You know, we said they got complacent. And when you said, well, black people only want to do is spend money, do drugs, have sex right now, and be complacent. 
I mean, it sounds like it might tie into epigenetics, though. Yeah. So, like, to me, when you say epigenetics, epigenetics really means that the apple doesn't far, far doesn't fall far from the tree. It doesn't. And so, if your mama, mama, mama was about some bullshit, guess what? You probably bought some bullshit too. So that's why I think that that kind of points to the struggle that African Americans have within this culture trying to integrate is that for so long, my genetics and all my ancestors, they've all been subjugated by this, subjugated to oppression. And then now I'm in a less oppressive state and I have to figure out how to get this oppression off of my mental. While we're speaking about epigenetics, this is not on this, but this is relative to this. What do you think about the? I always, I always firmly believe that that DNA shit is a scam. That what? Genealogy shit is a scam. DNA genealogy is a scam. Yeah. Yeah, like you know that African ancestry dot com. Like you tell us what your parents is, and we can tell you what country you're from, and blah 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 for black people. I'm like, yo, this is a scam because you got so many grandparents. And there's no way possible that they can tell you like, oh well, yeah, you, you're from the uh, Mandinga tribe, or you're from this tribe in Africa. Like that's just impossible. You know what I'm saying? Like just think, just think about the the math, the mathematics behind it. You still here? Oh shit! Dude, hang up. MB. Hey, yeah, what's up? We on, man. Welcome to Old the Trap Conscious Radio, where we really what we trying to do is just uh, pay homage to Trap Conscious Radio, and you know keep the dream alive, man. It's Envy, and I'm joined by my uh, host and companion KB on the mic. Yes. KB, say what's up to the folks. What's good? What's good? That's old, not O L D. That's O D E. Old the trap conscious. Yeah, old the trap conscious for sure. Because it's just about the respect, man. We're just trying to, like I said, keep the movement going. But um, but man, you know, let's just jump right into it, man. Um, what I wanted to talk today about was um black masculinity and um how we see it playing out again or the lack of it in within the black community. Um and the reason that I chose this topic to kind of jump in and start at is because I saw this video this week of uh, this black girl. She was uh, being, she was about to be jumped by like four Asian girls, four or five Asian girls, and they all had dudes with them. So it really looked like she was fighting like 12 to 20 people. You saw this. I definitely seen it look like it was a Black Panther versus a Chinese triad or some shit. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And I mean, she was whooping them. She was taking them all down, and I definitely kudos, props. I give her all the accolades and handling her business. Like that was she, def- like, she definitely showed her what kind of superiority. Absolutely, no doubt about that. But the thing that disturbed me was the fact that there were so many males standing around watching this happen. And um, you know, one thing I thought to myself, like, what is being taught about masculinity? within our homes and does that involve honoring the woman not just the black woman but any woman that's around 
So um, what do you what do you got to say on that topic? I think we in a I think we in the age today where as soon as you see something exciting going on, you gotta pull out your phone. And that's taking and that's taking presidents over the honor of being a male, you know what I'm saying? Like, all right, this is a black woman, she's getting attacked by a different ethnic uh, people. Whether right or wrong, like she's clearly outnumbered. She's clearly fighting females and males. And y'all would just rather do commentary on a Facebook post that can land people in jail. Sometimes we yeah. gotta, sometimes you gotta put down the phones and get the action. Like I'm never here I'm never here that to, to to promote violence. And I'm not saying that violence isn't necessary in certain situations. Oh, for sure. I mean they try to tell you that, you know, it shouldn't be an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth, but the only way to meet violence is with violence. I mean, you got to get that person up off of you. So, you know, I think one thing we always, as a strong point for us, is trying to use just logic um, whenever we look at these different types of situations. Just the logic of it all. Is so what would, you, what would you have done in that situation? Oh, use a, use, to, Using I, logic and reason, what would you have done? I, I had to at least break it up. And let me say why I say that, too. Because there's also this slippery slope for black men in America as well. Like, you know, once you are involved with the police, then you pretty much have like a red X on your back. There's no coming back from that. There's no coming back from it. No, unless you play sports or, you know, you self-made man. That's the only way that you could really do it after that. But I say all that because that's like, once you become a certain age that I know, it's like, you know, you understand that it's your job or it's a, con- a constant task to always try and, um, like, rise above that. To always be conscious and say, oh, man, I got to make sure that I watch out. Don't fall for the bullshit. Yeah, this could happen. That could happen, you know. And to try to just keep your nose clean as much as possible. But how hard is it to keep your nose clean? Uh, I think it's, it's easier than... I mean, I think, yeah, but I think the more money you got, the easier it is. Yeah. How many, let me, let me ask you, this might be a personal question. Let me know if I'm like overstepping, but I mean, how many times have you been locked up or arrested? I've been, I've been arrested one time when I was 16 years old for, um, armed robbery, which all the charges, all the charges were eventually dropped, uh. I never had to play guilty. I was completely innocent. I passed a lot of testing tests and everything. Yeah. But besides for that, that time, I've never been locked up. Yeah. I've never been yeah. arrested or anything. I've been, I've been, I got locked up one time for disturbing a peace on a college campus. And it was really some bullshit. Um, I think it was the whole thing about the police officer's ego at the time, which unfortunately we are always under the guise or perception of whatever police officers being in their position of power, whatever credence or, you know, perception that they give to the situation is pretty much the law. Of the Don't land. tell me you got arrested for, because Crenshaw Community College won the flag football championship. You, no, you decided no, to go streaking. No, 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 but my team did always win the championship, though. I can't lie about that. Let me give a shout out to Straight Clowning, anybody from FMU that's listening to it. So, yeah, um, but Ever since that happened, I've always said to myself, oh, shit, there go the damn police. Let me make sure that I'm 
keep an eye out for them because I don't want any any problems with them. And like, it does change your whole approach to everything. So to me, based off our conversation, it looks like that the what we see in the media um, as far as police violence towards black people, um, that it kind of sets you up to delineate whatever kind of attention or credence you give to, um, did you see, to, 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 did you to see today where the guy, ninja? did you see today with the guy, where the guy in Kansas got arrested because they said he had vegetation in his window? No vegetation. Yeah. Like grass. Yeah. They said to the Tesla's vegetation, he need to get detained. Wow. No. But, I mean, I'm surprised, but then I'm not surprised at it. Because I, I think that it's it's a buildup, and it's almost like a litmus test to see how much further we can go with this until, like, this bubble pops, and then there's total chaos. And I'm, personally, I feel like I'm just concerned... I ask all these questions from a place of concern based off of where the economy is going, what's going on with politics, um, stateside and worldwide. I think that there's a lot happening to, that to where things think we'll see things change within the black community, um, within the U.S. period. And what do you think? What do you think? What do you think is going to change in the black community? What do I think? Yeah. I think that um, if it's a, if, it, if we ever are in a police state, say they um, enact martial law, well, I think that it would be harder on black people because not only are the police aggressors toward us, but now we also have to deal with white supremacists as well. So I think that it would it would really be a jungle. It would have to be a time where like like the, your most savage nigga would have to come out and, and play on that that field. So I, I feel like I'm just warning everybody. Let's say that much. So you thinking if there was a night martial law that the inner the energy in you had to come out. Yeah, they would have to. You ain't got no choice. I mean, what you gonna do? You can't go to work. What you gonna wait for like your government assistance? I mean you can you could go to work. You know they probably would enact a curfew or something on you. You definitely wouldn't yeah. be I mean, we in the guise of freedom right now. Like, you're not really free. I'm saying you're That's you're free to do whatever you want to do as long as you don't break their regulations or their laws. Yeah, yeah, you know? for sure. I mean, if you was free to do whatever you want to do, you can smoke a blunt right now. You know what I'm saying? Even though the mainstream is going towards that, and a lot of states are going towards that, but like, you're not free. You know what I'm saying? And especially like, and people may say, and it, and it, and it, it gets creative. Like they say, like, well. Who is the white man that's holding you down? But you obviously know as a black man that you don't have the real rights that a white man has. You know what I'm saying? No matter no matter if you was born, if you was born here or you came here from Africa, you migrated here. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't have you don't have the same rights as a white man. You know what I'm saying? So when we when we speak on black masculinity, like, yeah, the black man can be masculine. But when you're in school and you're masculine, the teacher think you're being uh, obnoxious, being rude, being belligerent, then they send you to the principal office. Yeah, and it's either you either gonna conform or you gonna keep getting sent to the principal office. Yeah, that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? I think the law of the land starts 
the your your interactions with authority starts at school with the whole teacher principal dynamic. Yeah. Like, you know, you you break the rules at school, which are very gray, I will say. Like I mean, you're not even allowed to talk in school. Yeah, basically, yeah. No talking out of turn. Raise your hand when you speak. That's pretty much the only rules in class. But, dog, I, that's what I used to get in trouble for the most. But like they said, they're trying to... But, like they said, like, that's what... Like you said, you used to speak out the most and shit, you know what I'm saying? But that's how they, that's how they try to characterize black people, like, yo... They can't even sit still for five minutes without blurting out answers or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, you got these seven, eight, nine-year-olds in class, and they can't even sit still. Yeah. And and let's be honest. Like I said, like I hate when people try not to be honest. Like, But if you go into a lot of these classrooms, you do see that. Cause, and you don't have to go into those classrooms because when you was younger, you was black. You knew who was messing. You know who was disturbing the classroom. You know, for, I mean, the, the demographic it was that was, you know, uh, being not allowing other people to read or allow other people to uh, learn. You know what I'm saying? So the way I look back at it is like, you know, I was just, I really was wrong for having the right answer and nobody else had the right answer. Yeah, you were wrong all for I that. I really wanted to do was answer the question because I was like, I was thinking to myself, I'm going to get some kind of pat on the back. But then I realized that if I'm answering too much questions, you're getting irritated with me now. Yeah. Like, not giving anybody else a chance. Exactly. So, uh, I always felt like... Now you're be, you being punished for being an overachiever. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like, so, it's better to be an underachiever so people can have pity for you. Yeah. Yeah. And then look down on you, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. At the same time, you know, that's it's easier to like somebody who you're smarter than or... Who you more witty than? That's easy. Yeah, and that's like more. That's that's smarter than you. They display more intellectual characteristics yeah. within their conversations. Like that's that my, person is probably harder to get. That's to my old. Or, that's my that's my older trap conscious. Like, yeah, I know back on our previous um, our previous podcast that we used to be affiliates on, we still are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm um, you know, we used to speak about Black IQ, but what I was really saying about the Black IQ was that the schools in the inner cities are so trash that if, if you're ever going to test a Black person's IQ against a white person's IQ, and all they all they did was go to that public school, then of course the Black people's IQ is going to always look lower. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody knows that the inner city schools are, they're not, they're not properly funded. You know what I'm saying? They're taking state taxes. Uh, schools get funded by taxes. If, if the, the black community don't make no money, the Spanish community don't make no money. If the the low the lower income earning white people don't make no money, then your school is gonna be trash. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. They are. So if all the black people's schools are trash, I mean, of course the IQ or the standardized okay. t- or when you take a standardized test, like your scores will be lower. Now, of course, there's a lot of smart black people. You know what I'm saying? Well, we say a yeah. lot. We can't really say a lot because people are like, oh well, there's black people that go to Harvard and go to Yale. I'm like, yeah, but. If there's three million black people that's graduating a year, or there's one million people, black people that are graduating a year, and fucking, I'm just throwing these numbers out of the top of my head, and three hundred of them are getting into a, a Ivy League school. Well, you still had a million people graduate, and three hundred people got to an Ivy League school, or three hundred people. You know what I'm saying? 
got into yeah. a school that's ranked in the top ten or something. Right, right. And I think that uh, I think that the whole uh, disagreement um, and discontent from bringing up the IQ and seeing it in the, in, in the way that you did is that it's a. Uh, it's it's that it's it's made with bias. There is an implicit bias within the IQ exam because it appropriates with American culture. And one thing about American culture is that it's never been about black people. Right. So in order for us to to so to like honestly and logically look at it and say, Oh, black people have lower IQs than white people, like the 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 statement comes across as a fallacy on the fact simply that the test wasn't made for black people. So, you know. Listen, now, you're right. Like, listen, back then, like, way back then before everything got PC, the test wasn't made for black people. But now today, when everything is uh, peer-reviewed and, you know what I'm saying, when you gotta, you gotta publish your studies to a college or to a major science magazine or something, like you got to find these facts, and when white people say that, like I'm still on black masculinity, but like when white people say, like, well, black people have an average IQ of this, and Asians have an average IQ of this, and white people have an average IQ of this, and Latinos have this IQ, you know, like I said in past, in, like I said on our old to our last episodes, you know, when we speak about athletics and black people are our first, it's cool. When we speak about entertainment and black people are first is cute. It's cool. When we speak about who's the cool person, what's the trendy things in America, and the black people leading our and the black people are leading everything is cool. But if you say, well, when it comes to IQ, the black people are not leading, but the Asians are leading. Then people make it like, oh, that's not true. But like we be in the hood, like people be copying this shit all the time. Like, I mean, I know it's white people that copy. You know what I'm saying? But oh yeah. And I, and I definitely think there's a lot of black geniuses out there. But like I said, I think that our school systems, but some of this is the scientific, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, the Asians were the ones that invented or found gunpowder, invented gunpowder, figure out how to use it, process it for explosions and all of these things. You know, people know the Asians are smart people. Like, let's not, let's not kid ourselves because Asians come to America and they take the same curriculum as the white people and the black people yeah. and they beat us. But I think that uh, I think that Asians are smart people because that's what their culture permits. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But you know, think about think about what you just said though. That's what their culture permits. So what is the black people's culture permitting? Exactly. Oh yeah, and that's where I'm jumping on, and I'm behind you on that because of black people's culture. Um, this might be a little bit. Well, no, I won't even jump into that. So I just let's just kind of like wrap that up, and like my whole point in bringing that up is to show. The, the whole conversation about the girl who was in the fight and no 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 men helped her out is that I'm not giving an excuse for the men who didn't help her out or boys, but right? I mean, they're still males. And um, the thing is, is that they've already been subjugated by authority to step back and to make sure that they keep themselves clear. So I think that there's all, there are already things in place to keep black men from displaying the appropriate level of masculinity to well, yeah, because I mean, protect the black woman because you're not rewarded for masculinity in a black community uh, or the rest of the world. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like you said they want to see a more feminized, softer tone black person. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, yeah. but let me ask you right, right before we get off this IQ thing, let me ask you this question. Nothing personal. This is that's this how I like to try to prove it or try to quantify what I'm saying. Now, what's the highest degree that you obtained personally? Um, I have a master's degree. Now you have a master's degree, right? Yeah. Now, do you think if you if you was a person that was low intelligence or a person that had a light, low IQ score, do you think that you could obtain a master's degree? Like my mine is biased only. My answer to this is biased only because I feel a certain because I already feel that there's too much information. There's just too much. Uh, there's there's an ease of access to information out there to where you can find out everything that I learned in a master's class in the in, in the in the MBA program that I took. Yeah, like I can find all of that online. Oh, you de- Oh, yeah, yeah, you definitely I can. can. Go do all of this research by myself. But yeah, but when you do that, listen, and you are you 100 percent right. But when you do that research on Google by yourself or YouTube, which I do everything like they say, it don't, you don't have to go to a college to educate yourself. But no. The college is just pretty much verifying that you are educated on the subject that you're speaking about. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, like I said, now that now listen, now you you have a master's degree, and when I speak to you or when the audience hear you, you sound intelligent. So, so one would surmise that I would think that he would have a a, a higher than average intelligence. You know what I'm saying? Now that's for a bachelor's degree. Now you have a master's degree. Now, look how many people in America even have a master's degree. What's the percentage? Three or four percent of the, the whole population? Wow. So, so if I said, so if I said, you know, when I speak to MB, he sounds very smart. So I bet that guy has a high IQ. Then when you speak to him and he shows you the certificate, like, yeah, this is what I was able to do. I finished with honors in this, blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? So me saying that, okay, MB has a high IQ and he's able to prove it, you know. Now, and then you'll get another guy. You'll be like, yo, this dude is dumb as fuck. Like, yo, he probably can't even, you know what I'm saying, graduate high school. And then and when we use those metrics, people be like, well, the IQ shit is a myth. Like, no, it's not a myth. Like, you can speak to somebody and be like, yo, I think this dude is smart. Like, you know what I'm saying? He sounds pretty smart, so I think he'll test pretty well on his IQ test. And he'll test, and he'll test the, you know what I'm saying? He'll test off the charts that you meet. And that's the same for white people. You know, they got white people that they think dumb. They're like, yo, this guy probably gonna get a 50 on this test. You know, and he get a 50 on the test. But I mean, the nuts and bolts of the education system to me is all about remembering what they oh, yeah. ask you to remember. Just regurgitate. The book, and they, they just want to know that you read the book. And did you they just want to know that you can. Yeah, they just want to know that you can follow directions. Your grade is like thirty percent homework throughout grade school, and it's like <laughs> all you had to do was show up to class, do yeah. somewhat decent on the test. They said you got no good attendance. Homework. Listen, if you got good attendance, you're gonna get a C. So, like, what? So I don't understand. To me, I see a disconnect in saying that someone is intelligent based on how they perform within the school system. Yeah, I mean, but listen, but the school system is the standardized the thing that we use in America. You know, it's not like every everybody has to go through that same school system. Now, oh yeah. Now, if we had enough money, we'll be able to go to the same private institution as the white people or the Asian people do. You know what I'm saying? Because the black people that's rich, they send they skip. Why do they send they skip? They kids to the private school. They don't send they kids to the public schools. So because it must be a difference. I, think, I but the, 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 there's there is a difference. 
the difference is within the culture at the private school. Everyone at the private school, they get what I just said about this education is based off of me remembering the information that they told me to remember. They already, they teach it in the class. So they basically walk you through it. Whether or not you have the discernment to, 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 to pay attention, the discipline, right, to, to do the work, and, and I, let's say the tenacity to see it through if it becomes a little difficult. Like I said, it's a difference between learning and remembering something. Yeah, there is. There is, but I, do, I, I would argue that people don't learn anything until they get to, like, a college level or, like, to where when you have to do the research yourself and come up with all of the questions and answers to those questions, then that's when you're learning. Let me ask you, what is, in your, in your definition, and I know it's a broad spectrum, what does it mean to be intelligent? What does it mean to be intelligent? It is a broad perspective. And what does it mean I to be smart? It's, it's being smart and being intelligent the same thing? Right? So I would think that it's someone that can, uh, someone who can multitask and function in a high capacity. Um, I think also what we kind of summate um, genius to is articulation. So if this person can communicate and get their point across, Without it being, without the main points being lost in the fuzz, then I think that that person shows some level of intelligence. But like I said, I, I don't, I want to know. I don't know. To me, it just seems like it's a little far. It seems like it's made up to me. Like, I mean, it definitely, it definitely is. I think intelligence is. But like they say they base everything off of intelligence off of what you can learn in a grammar book. You know, because like they said, is is what I think they say nine or ten or eleven different reasoning of intelligence, spatial intelligence, uh, imaginative. You know what I'm saying? How, like you said, like if I can't go in there and build a rocket, but I can go in there and make a a beat that's crazy, or I can go in there and draw artwork that you can't replicate yourself. You know, or you can give me a laser and I can make a sculpture. You know, are you are you more intelligent than me or? Or just in this facet of life, you know, reading this book and remember this trivia question, you were better than me at that. Yeah. Because I believe that intelligence, this is what I think that smart and intelligent. I believe like being intelligent, you know, if they put me and you in a classroom and man, you don't know anything and we're just, but then again, you got to ask yourself like, well, if I got all the answers right and MB got most of his answers right, say I got 100% right and MB got 90% right. Am I smarter than MB or is the, the way that the, the way that we learn in it, MB just don't learn that way. He learned a different way. Where if we did it that uh, way, I would be getting smoked. I don't think that education is not trying to explore that either. No, because education is just trying to make you they just trying to make sure that you can follow directions so you can work in the factories, but that model is outdated. That's it right there. Yes. I know this. That's all they want. Anytime so I work, you know where I work at, for people who don't know, uh, I work around a lot of engineers. Um, and, you know, he I work at, He works at one of those pseudoscience uh, places. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the number two pseudoscience uh, place in the world. Number two pseudoscience place in the world. It, what, NASA number one? Yeah. I'm going to tell you what, we ahead of NASA. Oh, yeah, definitely been making more noise than NASA, but NASA's a staple. Okay. They went to the moon. Let them say it. Yeah, allegedly. 
that just exist. Yeah, I don't know if they they been. I wish that they would put a, a park up there, a monument. Let's go back. You know, a statue of Neil Armstrong, such a a great American hero. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Buzz Aldrin. All of those guys, for real. Um, yeah. So I, I think that I think we touched good on that. So um, that was that was my main topic that I wanted to talk about. What you got for me? What I got for you is, what you think about this? I mean, we've had millions of episodes on this, but what you think about this school shooting that happened down here, oh. right outside of Galveston? So it was like 80, 80 miles from where I'm from. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't understand what people think. Like, what more can you do? Like, they're like, well, let's get better gun control and all of these things. I'm like, there's only so much you can it's do if not, somebody, somebody determines they're going to shoot up a school or they're going to shoot up a hospital control. or whatever. Let me say this, too, that my um, so my master's degree is a master of the arts in leadership management. And um, uh, one of my favorite classes that actually... I mean, if you qualify to be a Tiger Scout. Yeah, I was just, I was, I was going for a general MBA at first, but then once I took this organizational um, development class, like, it made me want to get on to, like, leadership management. But one thing that they really emphasized within the research is the culture. And so anytime I'm looking at, like, a broader perspective of events, I'm always taking the culture into consideration. And so with that being said, what I'm looking at when I see these school shootings happening, listen, and then the way uh, police brutality and uh, how the gun is just the center focus, the central focus of American culture. And I allege, or let's say, I'll say that Ain't no such thing as police brutality does enhance police tactics. There you go. Alright, I like that too. Um, <laughs> Let them say it. Yeah, that's true. But what it is, is it's, it's a cultural thing. America is a sick, demented culture. Even when we look at all of the movies that come on, all of them shit's violent. The ones that make the most money kill a lot of people in them shit's like... So, that's what I kind of see. And, like, all of the crews were there. This guy's dad is, like, a leftist or a far right, whatever you want to call it. However, white people try to classify their political views. I think they were far right wing extremists. Far right wingers? Okay. And then he even, like, dabbled in, like, Nazi and Soviet Union history and all of this stuff like that. Listen. Man, they said it my is, man was. They said my man had bombs around the school. Like, how did how did nobody how nobody see him? How, how did nobody see him? Said uh, placing bombs. And how how you think that he made bombs by his fucking self? And he ain't told nobody. I mean, you know the truth gonna come out. But I'm just saying, That's like, 16, no, it ain't. It ain't. It ain't gonna come out because I mean, what mainstream media wants you to know. Yeah, that's all you're going to get is what mainstream media wants you to know. But, like, I'm never surprised by none of this because America do this shit to herself. Yeah. America does it to herself every time. So, I can't be mad. I remember, I even made a comment. Rest in peace to America, Vespucci. Yeah, when Donald Trump said something about we're all deeply sad, and I said, no, we're not. This is what I expect. Like, in fact, I feel like it hadn't been 
it, I, I knew, and I think I even said it on like one of the last shows that we did too, that something else was going to happen soon amidst this whole Kanye West thing. So there's some kind of way I probably could, if I sat down long enough with it, I could tie this into that whole Kanye West bullshit too. So, oh, I mean, I don't know. With, that's pretty much where I'm at. I'm not, I'm not upset. It is sad. Unfortunately, it keeps happening. I, one thing I let 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 me just ask this question. I wonder what is the population dominance at that school? Come on, man. White. All right. All right. Okay. How many? Listen, like you ask yourself, how many black school shooters has it been? I ain't heard of none. For all of this, all of this gang violence, all of this stuff that goes on inside the black community, I'm not saying. You can't scout Google and find an incident where somebody brought a gun to school and they was in a locker or yeah. a, a round was discharged. But this mass That's shooting, happened. this mass shooting where people are actually dying, like I say, one student is too much. But these they, they, these shootings have multiple students: forty-two yeah. students, ten students, thirteen students. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and then you think like, damn, going to a black school is hard if you ain't got no motherfucking Jordans on. I wonder, yeah. like, how these white people, how they, what are they doing to these white boys? Yeah. Yeah. I thought that, too. Like, for you to hate everybody in the school that damn much, that were you want to come back and shoot this bitch up? Man. I don't know what kind of world that is, man. Maybe they should they should prescribe them some weed. Oh, I don't know. No, that's that devil's drug. They might start doing shit like wanting to have sex with black women and you know, once she wants to start having sex with, I mean, they been listen. They was having sex with black women when they didn't have the drugs. Yeah, that's true. They can't wait. Oh man, that's I mean, they was overdosing. They was overdosing on that drug called Power. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, segueing, segueing. Oh, let me, I got a segue for you. Uh, the royal wedding. That's it. That was the segue right there. That's. I mean, I feel like that's what we're seeing again. Um, hey, listen, you I got, listen, you, listen, I don't want my fans to get crazy. You got light skin, then you got Meghan Markle. Yeah, Meghan Markle is not black. I'm sorry. I mean, in some, in some instances, she can, like, pass as a Hillary Banks. Yeah. But, but she and, don't want to. if you look at it in a different light, she she's like a white girl. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I don't even think her hair ain't that straight, and I know she don't wear it curly. Now let me ask you a question. Do you think that's generational bad winter? Do you think that she's a generational bad winter? Well, I mean, I'm not calling her a bad winter. I don't know the lady personally. But they said her um, mom is obviously black and her dad is a, is a white yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got what you're saying. Yeah, I picked that up. Yeah. Now let yeah. me ask you this. Now this is all our conspiracy files. Do you, do you find it odd that the president, the 44th president of the United States. Mom was from Kansas, a white lady from Kansas. And he was becoming the first African-American president. And this Meghan Markle's dad is a white man from Kansas. And she's becoming, even though she's not the really actually the first, but like the first prominent member of the royal family. What about uh, the last chick who married him? 
You talking about uh, Prince William's wife? Yeah. William and Kate? I don't... Yeah, Kate. I don't know if she had no, you know... I'm not worried about... I mean, I know they're supposed to have that. Like, I know they... She may be a commoner as well, but... She's still white, you know? Yeah. And I, listen, I'm not here. I don't give a fuck if you're a peasant or you're a commoner or you're in the royal family. Now, I'm not, I don't know Meghan Markle. I don't know her family. I'm just, I'm just asking questions. Well, I, hey, I can see how you could ask the question of generational bed wenching, being that her father's white, um, and she wanted to marry a white man. Yeah, she wanted to marry somebody that reminded of her father. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. She just wanted to marry somebody who reminded her of him. So, it's 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 a slippery slope for sure. Um. I would think... Hey, let me ask you this question. Let me I, ask you this no, question. Not, you know how people... Go ahead. Let me get this out. I'm not giving her any kind of credibility within the culture on the fact that today I saw an interview with, like, eight little black girls talking about or basically regurgitating these speaking points that I've heard other people say about how this teaches, this shows that, oh... As a black woman, I can be a princess too. Like, how can you say that you can be a princess to the royal throne when we know that the royal, this so-called alleged royal throne is basically nothing but colonizers? Anything that they're royal over is only because of they conquered it. And they, they, I guess, continue to appeal that appeal to that monarchy. And they kind of like, Great Britain played this game. They say keep your like, they say keep your ass in the slums while I go here with the with the royals. The royals. Yeah. Yeah. Like the 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 the, 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 the British the, the British royal family and I put quotations, I'm really having a hard time expressing that across every time. But the thing about them is that they all they did they they, they migrated into dem- democracy as well. But and then say, Oh yeah, but the royal family is just a figurehead. We don't really have any power. Well, if that's the case, why y'all spend all this fucking money on the throne every year, all the time? Why are they so wealthy? Why do they get paid just to be the royal family? How are you saying that you are democratizing this country and giving people a voice to speak if it still seems like you got a head on your servant? Well, listen. When you're the royal family and you say it, what you're doing with your money in this, like the royal family is, is we in twenty, we in twenty eighteen. They been gave up power, you know, to the prime ministers, and but, I mean, she still got power. They still got power. They still who they are. You know what I'm saying? You gonna you got to show them the respect of who they are. I mean, over there, you got across the pond. You get you got to give them the respect of who they are. You know what I'm saying? So, so. Whether they just figureheads or whatever, like they that being a figurehead, that's that's important. You know what I'm saying? When your when when your first when your first when the, when the title in your name is queen, then everybody gotta listen. When your title when the title is prince, everybody gotta listen. You know what I'm saying? And then America is is, is invested in many ways just because Prince, Princess Diana. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, we got now we got now we got two princesses from the U.S. though. Right, because Kate Spade—that's her name. She from she from the United States. Well, you know, 
it's, it, so, see, they come across the list. I mean, yeah. well, listen, everybody, well, I mean, that's our closest ally, isn't it? But let me ask you this yes. question. Let me ask you yeah. this. What I, well, this is what I was getting to. We speak about genealogy, we speak about reproduction, we speak about DNA. You know, they, oh, well, if you're, if anything, you're black. You know what I'm saying? If you got any make of blood in you, that's black blood, you're black. You're but right. I always found, always like, but in my mind, I always figure you are whatever your dad is. You know what I'm saying? Ah, uh, yes. Like, okay. Meghan Marco, like, for all the sense of purposes, like you're a white woman. Your dad is a white is a white guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And if your yeah. dad was remotely in your life, that means your whole foundation was structured around white American shit. All right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Probably... You, I'm just traditionally like then you would go with your dad's religion and things of that nature. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I mean, yeah. Being if the man is the head of the household, for sure. Definitely are, but then I always ask myself like, when people talk about oh, well the black gene is the dominant gene, I said why why the kids always light skinned man? Why the kids ain't black? Yeah, like if you look at if you look at this kid's skin complexion, it's the same color as white people's. It ain't nowhere. It's not nowhere close to a black person's. Right, or right, African American right. person. It's it's close to yeah. a white person's skin complexion. I mean, I'll tell you this. Even you know, even their hair texture, even their hair texture isn't the same as black people's hair texture. I I, I can understand your question because I felt like that when I saw um, a black and Mexican kid one time, and they look fucking Mexican. I'm gonna just say that I think. Well, that yeah, but to, like... but to the Mexicans, they look black. Like I have, I got a real close friend, and his daughter is black and Mexican, and to me, she looked like a Mexican kid. You know what I'm saying? A Mexican kid mixed with something, yeah. You know, but to, to to Mexicans, she like a black kid. I mean, yeah. but obviously that black and Mexican is you see it so often that you can tell like this is obviously a black yeah. and and person of Latin descent or Hispanic descent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I mean I I agree with you to an extent, um, but. My my disagreement would come from everything else that you've already heard before. So it's like, are we being lied to again? Is the black gene not the most dominant gene? Well, how about, uh, what about physically though? Physically speaking, like, all right, not on the skin. Well, let's question, let's, let's speak about the like NBA. Well, look at the NBA then. Like, look at the yeah, NBA. That's what I, that's why I brought that up. Yeah. You think about the NBA, you think about like a lot of the players that's successful now is because they got black dads and they got white moms. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But obviously all of them are light skinned. None of them yep. like they have superior athleticism, but they don't really have the athleticism right. of the pure black people. All right, true. Am true, I lying true. about that? Like you can No. You know what I'm saying? But then again, you can see the white side be better because they, they can shoot better. How about this, though? Could it be that black people have been um, not, I wouldn't say, let's say groomed to be the way that we are now um, with the idea of epigenetics? You know what epigenetics is? Yeah, we just spoke about that plenty of times. Yeah, right? Saying basically that um, various traits like... Um, Trump or not trauma or let's just say experiences 
is passed down through your genes. So basically, black people are still mad at America because slavery is within our genes. The history of slavery is already, we're born with that. So we know what that feels like as soon as we come out, out the womb, right? Yeah. So could it be that black people being enslaved for 200 and something years conditioned us to be as athletic as we are? Oh, in America. It was way more than 200 years. Black people in America. Slavery lasted for like 236 years or something. Yeah, you're like right. Yeah, you're right. Yes. So. Um, you said that we were. Yeah, listen, 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 listen. And, and, and that's where I get off at it. That's where, and that's where the confusion lies. When you say, well, were we bred, were we bred to be better athletes? Well, yeah, obviously the slaves that made it if you go by the Atlantic slave trade, the slaves that made it up here was the strongest, was the strongest slaves, and out of those yes. strongest slaves, they only bred the strongest slaves, you know. Yeah. And all the the weaker slaves died off. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And when I mean weaker, like these were strong slaves that were dying off. So the slave that was reproducing was the 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 the, the god from the, the alpha. yeah the alpha the god athletes, you know. So, but I like I like I always ask this though. If you believe that, then why don't why don't we look like the Africans? If, you, if they was breeding, if they was breeding Africans, and Africans, you know, was was rape. I know, I know, raping was prevalent, and I know that people had kids by by the white slave master. But you can't tell me like, and I know people may say, "Well, you sound ignorant," but you can't tell me that you believe that the African American looks like the Africans from the continent of Africa. No, they don't. I don't think they do. Uh, there's well, and you know, they say it's a mixture. It's a mixture between Native Americans, Europeans, and Africans, and that, yeah. then you get you get the African American. Just like if you the Puerto Ricans are African Americans, Taino, and white people. But, but what I'm saying is like, what well, y'all was just breeding slaves, like you said, only last for two hundred years. Like, and if the black gene is the dominant gene, well, that white gene should have been fucking. Bred the fuck out, you know what I'm saying? If the kid was mixed and they wouldn't have had a baby with another black person, and the baby would have been 75 percent black, you know what I'm saying? Like this African gene, like this, would have carried on, you know. And I get, no, it. I get it. Like, you know, we got white European blood in the style. Now this is only pseudo support right here. Now, all right. Now I know you've heard the story of Yakub and how he made white people, right? Yeah, by the two germs. Was a brow germ? Yeah. He made white people over the course of hundreds of years. Like, because in the story, yeah, they're a brand new man. Went underground. He took them underground where time passed slower. And then, really, it uh, only, you know, not a lot of time passed on the, on the top of the, or a lot of time passed on the surface of the earth, but in the earth, time moved a lot. <laughs> Oh, time moved a lot faster within the earth than on top of the earth for some reason I want to say and so he was able to go down there and go through generations and be like oh now they're white enough. but do you like, believe that though like, like you said you said over hundreds of years I so, said it was pseudo support yeah so do you but, believe do you, do you really believe that men was living hundreds of years 
I say, I say, yeah. I say, yeah. I mean, cause I do believe that. I believe that we yeah, had like giant races and things of that nature. Yeah. And not to mention, I think it you throw off so much with Julius Caesar when he added freaking like three months to the calendar. Well, listen, I think like this. Like, I think black people and just people in general. That's how I think about it. When you look at records, it's, it seemed like they didn't live that long because there was a lot of diseases that, that they couldn't fight. They couldn't fight back on. So they would live into their 30s and 40s and things of that nature. But only if you go by like the Bible time, do people are people living hundreds of years? Yes. You know what I'm saying? So when you say, well, you cool engineered the white man from two, two germs and he took the brown germ and engineered it until he finally got a white this is I think it, I think it, I think it sounds crazy. Like if we were black people, and then we that's and then we made cool. white people, like were we so inadequate and inept that white people overcame us? No, I think that um, or because I, they got they wouldn't got guns from the Jap- from the Asians. Don't take this serious, but this is just me kind of like filling in the blanks. I think that maybe black people were if we were able to do something like that. We probably got to a level of comfortability where we just thought that everything was just naturally happening for us, and we got lazy in that too. And so, of course, if you create something to serve you, you're going to make it serve you, right? Yeah, but listen, or, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't, I know just surface level information. I mean, I know a little yeah. bit deeper than surface level, but the thing about this, if you cool, made the white person. Think about how many white people he would have had to make for the white race to sustain itself and be able to reproduce. You know, like you, you, you're pretty much saying like in all religion, they're saying that God made Adam and Eve and God made man and woman for the, all the new religions. They can't really explain it. But now they're saying, well, you cool made white people. Like, now look how many white people is in the world now. Like, so you're saying this one person is. Is responsible for you know what I'm saying, and you got the evolutionists and say, "Oh well, this is how white people came about. This is how the Neanderthals and this is how the Vikings and you know what I'm saying, and this is yeah. how Homo pithecus and Australopithecus and all these Homo sapiens came about. Like you got so much information, you got so much misinformation. Oh yeah, I know. I don't know, I don't know what to believe. Information, absolutely." <laughs> This whole thing, everything is misinformation, man. It all is. Um, let me. I would. I would just kind of pose this scenario and, and as a rebuttal, and saying that you know if if I have some, if I create something to serve me, or I reach this level of attainment to where. Um, I'm naturally now in a position to be this superior um, mental or I don't know. I don't just like a a point of knowledge. Like I'm that guy. Right. Or these my people are those people. We created all this. We mapped the stars. I can imagine you getting a little bit complacent in that. And just and just kind of really enjoying the, the the fruits of your labor. Yeah, because but think about the so think about advanced, listen when you say uh, probably become lazy. Hold on, let me finish because I think that that's what we see a little bit now with 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 just society in general. Like we've reached so many levels 
of attainment within science and, um, you know, I don't know, society to where now we are so complacent in the way that we retain this information. We, we aren't like, I mean, and you know, nothing, no credit given to the uh, school system, but you know, within our culture, school is like something that you just have to do. When, yeah, it's a chore. when you are working from behind, when you are in last place, you know you gotta you gotta make moves to move up within the food chain. And I think that if that's the case, this whole Yakub scenario and white people were grafted, then that's what it was that black people okay, got. Okay, let me ask you. But when you say black people got complacent, right? You, this is all speculation. Okay, now, now this yeah. is speculation. Now, I'm just gonna speak from a layman's. I'm gonna speak from a layman's point of view. Now. If civilization started in Africa, that means the world should have been populated by people of a darker hue, right? Yes. So Yakub, like they said, he was a mad scientist. He wasn't a mad scientist, but they considered him a mad scientist. And he took the two germs, he made white people. Now, now, in today's technology, we can't, whether it's pseudoscience or not, like you can barely clone a fucking sheep. Well, I mean, they, even though they clone this stuff, like, we got a lot of GMO stuff now. But, yes. like, even claiming humans, like, when you hear that celebrities are cloned, like, it's still pseudoscience. Um, are just made up bullshit. And some of it is real. But if we're just not getting to that technology that we can clone people. Now, you're thinking, and I and I believe that technology, I, I believe that civilizations back then could have been way more advanced and maybe an ice age or a meteor took them out and we and now we're yeah. big you know what i'm saying like they say because they, they still yeah. can't figure out how we did the pyramids right 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 you know so but if he did that if he did that and when you say like well we became complacent like well what 60 million african people complacent and we only had look how many white people like how many white people did he make I'm just going by. I'm just going by genealogy. Like, how many white people did you make, and how fast did they reproduce? And like you said, and if if we wasn't able to control them, but they were able to control us in slavery, like look at the dynamics of that. We controlled the whole world. We made white people the white people. Somehow, even though they was outnumbered by the masses, like there's no way they could have caught up. You know, I mean, like, even still now, if you think about it, like, white people aren't the majority of people on earth, you know? Yeah, I, I know what you're saying. Like, so, yeah, uh, there, there's a couple holes, though. Y'all because... manipulated, y'all. I mean, listen, I understand, like, trust me, I understand, like, well, if white people come around somebody and then you meet the Asians, even though Asians would have had to, the evolution would have had to come from black people. Because that's where civilization started. Okay, Asians find gunpowder and they get the white people. To, I understand how. Okay, the white people, you got gunpowder now. But when you got white people that's coming from the Caucasus Mountains, like did 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 did, did he have something to do with that, or is it evolution? Well, I'm just thinking, just thinking about. It. I'm just saying, just think about it. Like, no, no, we I have know, kids. We got kids. Like, you got kids. And I mean, can I prove that's where we're used? Like, okay, well, my kids was able to. We got complacent and my kids took over. You know what I'm saying? But that's your kids taking over your house where it's only two parents. You know what I'm saying? We're talking about a few people took over a whole goddamn the world. World. 
Right. Well, this is what I would say. One, so within that story, Yakub is not a human, okay? So right. he is from someplace else within or outside of the earth, right? Yeah. And I would have to ask Extraterrestrial. Yeah, but my thing is their agenda. So if he made these people, right, and like their goal was to destroy black people, then you have to remember what their agenda was. So, hey, I don't, if I, if, if it's a thousand, or let's say, how about if I got 10 homeboys and we know that we want to fuck up this group of a thousand people, we, listen, they might not know that we want to fuck them up. But we know that we're going to fuck them up some kind of way when we're working towards that. So we got a goal. The thing is, is that within the confines of this story is that the two groups are looking for two different things. One group is looking for reciprocity and to uh, enjoy the fruits of their labor. And the other group is looking for destruction, destruction and chaos. So the, the the group who was looking for reciprocity, of course, they wasn't thinking about that. And like, I still think that we see remnants of that, or I can see things that kind of point towards that within the culture today. How black people, I mean, all we want to do is just be left alone, party bullshit, chill, fuck, and do that type of shit. White people, they want to fucking shoot guns. Well, in this diaspora, this world and do. spend all their money. That's what we want to do in this diaspora. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But is that is that is that wrong? I mean, for, for what you say, like what we're doing is the same thing as our ancestors. You know, we said they got complacent and we said, Well, black people only want to do is spend money, do drugs, have sex right now and be complacent. I mean, it sounds like it might tie into epigenetics though. Yeah. So, like, to me, when you say epigenetics, epigenetics really means that the apple doesn't far, far, doesn't fall far from the tree. It doesn't. And so, if your mama, mama, mama was about some bullshit, guess what? You probably bought some bullshit, too. So, that's why I think that, that kind of points to the struggle that African Americans have within this culture trying to integrate is that for so long, my genetics and all my ancestors, they've all been subjugated by this, subjugated to oppression. And then now I'm in a less oppressive state and I have to figure out how to get this oppression off of my mental. While we're speaking about epigenetics, this is not on this, but this is relative to this. What do you think about the, I always, always firmly believe that that DNA shit is a scam. That what? Genealogy shit is a scam. DNA genealogy is a scam? Eh. Yeah, like you know, that African ancestry.com. Like, you tell us what your parents is, and we could tell you what country you're from, and blah 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 for black people. I'm like, yo, this is a scam because you got so many grandparents, and there's no way possible that they can tell you, like, oh, well, yeah, you, you're from the uh, Mendinga tribe, or you're from this tribe in Africa. Like, that's just impossible. You know what I'm saying? Like just think, just think about the the math the mathematics behind it. You still here? Oh shit! Dude, hang up. MB. 